Have you ever met one of those people who just can't be stopped? It's like they're unstoppable. Yeah, I have. Me too. What's their mystique? Nothing stops these people. Welcome to Mission Unstoppable with Coach Frankie Picasso. You're about to meet some of the most amazing people. They've accomplished their goals despite insurmountable odds. They beat adversity, physical hardship, and traumatic events, and emerge triumphantly. They're people just like you and me, and they're winners. Are you unstoppable? Here's Frankie to show you how. Hello there, and welcome again to Mission Unstoppable Radio and TV. How are you today? Wow, I'm, I, I'm so excited to be with my guest today. You can't even imagine how excited I am. She is just this incredible woman who understands totally what it means to be unstoppable. She is a provocative storyteller. She's a live stream influencer. She's a lifestyle, personal, and business branding photographer. She's known throughout Florida and now, of course, the world as a badass branding photographer. And she has a business, a background in business in uh, working with Fortune 500 companies. And she took a giant leap of faith to define success on her own terms when she left corporate world to follow her intrigue with photography without even knowing how to use a camera or anyone in the industry to teach her. Now that's balls. She is the force behind Stacy Pierce Photography, and she is unapologetically fierce. That's something to say. She also takes non-blah images that rock. <laughs> I love that, Stacy. Please meet Stacy Pierce. Hi. The beautiful Stacy Bears. I am so happy <laughs> to be here. Thanks, Frankie. <laughs> oh, you know, it's my pleasure. I am, I'm really excited to be here with you. Stacy, um, one of the things on Mission Unstoppable I like to talk to people about mm-hmm. is is their their background. You know, you you weren't born obviously a photographer. You didn't even really think about being a photographer. Mm-hmm. So little Stacy, little Stacy. Playing with her dolls, playing with whatever's trucks or whatever she played with. What did she want to be when she grew up? That is so funny. I was always the kid who had trouble answering that question. And I, I would get frustrated, you know, from adults, like, really, like, leave me alone. Like, because I, I, I really, for real, don't know. And so you start to learn very quickly that adults just like an answer that sounds good, you know, so... You know, like I start saying, because everyone kind of like growing up, just just to have a nine to five job to actually leave your home was like, okay, you made it, you know, just get a job anywhere. And so all the people that I knew that kind of like were the influence in my life, it was a teacher. So that was kind of like my my idea of you know, someone positive and something I, you know, I could, I, I could probably be a teacher. And so I, you know, I would say, you know, I want to be a teacher and I want, I, I, I want to be a teacher, but I didn't really want to be a teacher. <laughs> like, like, I know, I know how the kids are in, in, in school. So I don't, I don't want that for myself. And so finally I, I decided, okay, the only thing I really need to do right now is to follow my dad's advice, which is to get out of the town that I, that I live in. So right outside of, Orlando and it's a really really small town in fact the road that I grew up on it is still a a dirt road to this very oh, very wow. yeah, still a dirt road to this very day and so the goal was at at the time j- just for me to check off the box so that I can you know not let my dad down to go to college for one year because that will be more than what anyone had done in my family 
um, is just to go for one year and then check off the box and be like, well, dad, I did what you said and now I'm back. And okay, I got to stop you for a second. Did you yeah. want to be too many things or nothing? No, I, I, in fact, I got so tired of answering the question. I, I would just say, I, I want to be a clown. And then that didn't go over really well. And it would get a few laughs and then it'd go, okay, really know what do you want to do? So it really wasn't that I wanted to do many things. I really was stressed about yeah. not knowing or thinking that something was wrong with me because I, get I that, really though, didn't I was kind of like that too. Um, what sign are you? Sagittarius. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. And, and, and in fact, no one talked about everyone. Every time I heard anyone answer that question, everybody always had an answer. So I thought for the longest time that something was wrong with me because I didn't know and people just didn't respond well to the honesty. Like, well, I don't really know. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't really know what I did know for certain is that I didn't want to be a statistic and I didn't want to be the girl who, you know, like it just, who was following a guy who, you know, had three and four and five kids and then that become my life. Yeah. And so that kind of became my goal is to just do what my dad said and then I can figure it out. Were you an only child? No, I'm actually, I'm number four of five. Oh, okay. And so it was just a very interesting, I just have a very interesting perspective, Frankie. I, you know, I have three sisters and, you know, I got a chance to help my sisters raise, you know, my nieces and nephews um, in being single moms. And I knew early on that this is not what I want for myself. And even though I don't know all the way what I want, I feel like I have an advantage by knowing what I don't. Right. And yeah. so, you know, and, but no, but no one gave me permission for that thinking, but, and I thought, let me, let me just do this. Let me just go to school because that's what, you know, you're supposed to do. And in that, you know, my, my school adventure ended up, you know, kind of changing my life to at least show me other things that there are to do and other possibilities of, of what life could be. That's a really great point because you don't know what you don't know. And people just know what they, you know, they know the top 10, but they don't know these really incredible jobs are available out there in the world that nobody talks about. Yeah. I mean, Frankie, I had no idea that I would end up in uh, the pharmaceutical industry. When I left college, I ended up getting a job with Nestle. Never imagined that there was actually a sales force that went around to sell food and chocolate and cheese sauces. And so I ended up working for, you know, a, a, a major corporation sure. and, you know, and everybody was, even my family was like, wow, like their jobs like that. And I was like, you'd be surprised. And then that ended up leading to, you know, other things who, I mean, I thought I would be selling chili, you know, uh, for the rest of my life to stadiums and schools. And I mean, you name it, if it came in a big giant can for institutions, I sold it. I mean, from mashed potatoes to gravies. I mean, it was really, truly like a, a whole world opened up and it didn't and it was long. lucrative right I mean, and, and it was I mean I never had first of all and this is actually a true story if I pay all of my bills in school and had like once ever the, the lights the phone all the stuff all the whatever if I had five dollars left over for the entire month I was a happy kid wow. if I had bought groceries and I had five dollars I'm not kidding it was just like I can do anything Because I would literally take that $5 and I could feed myself for like several weeks if I was just really, I mean, you can't do that now in today's time, but, but it was, I was very responsible with what I had. So when I actually left college and actually had a salary, no one couldn't have told me like, this is the end all be all like, no, like no one, 
Like, no, I, it was just to have an apartment on my own and then to have a company car. I'm like, what? I have made it. You have arrived. <laughs> and it wasn't until I got to meet other people and, you know, they go, oh, you're, so you're just starting out. And I'm like, what, are you, what do you mean I'm just starting out? And so I, I was able to, you know, work hard and move up a little bit and work hard and, you know, move up a little bit and move from selling food to, you know, selling to doctors and selling, you know, like life-changing um, drugs that literally changed the history books in terms of helping cancer patients, um, like beat cancer in, in, in many ways. And, you know, and then I thought, this is the life, but even that, the working and the hours and the projects and the, I mean, it just became so much. And with each job, with each promotion, with each pay increase, it became less fulfilling and less, I mean, just, just absolutely a life that I knew that I didn't want. And so while everybody could see the company car and, you know, I could give great gifts at Christmas and not miss the money or help people when they don't even know it, like, you know, slide it, like, sure. oh my gosh, somebody blessed me with, you know, just like not say a word. Like I could do those things. And that's what made, made, you know, this awful job that I did not like made it bearable because no one in my family had a job like this. And so even so, when I tried I to stop you there for a second, yeah, yeah. What, what part didn't you like? So gosh, where do I start? So I don't know, because I, at first I used to say, maybe it was because I was the single gal, and maybe it was because I was the girl with no, you know, with, with no kids that I would get the extra assignments, you okay. know, that, you know, well, Stacy can do it because, you know, she doesn't, she can, she can work over the holidays because, you know, she doesn't have family. She doesn't have a husband. She doesn't have kids. Yeah. And, and I was okay with that because I wanted to, you know, to be a help. But over time, as, you know, I started out with this really small company that grew in, in, and by, just the nature of a business, you know, you can start out as a family, but as you grow, the nature of the beast is that you eventually become just a number. Yeah. And no matter how hard I work, no matter what my, I mean, I would bust out goals and it would just, the, the quota for the next year would be, I mean, enormously even greater. So no matter what I seem to achieve, it I'm wasn't quite enough. enough. And so when things really took a turn for, you know, it's not just me not having a passion. It was, was the day that a manager um, called the meeting and said, hey, just want to, you know, want to meet me to you know, talk about a few things. And I was quite excited for the meeting because we had just gotten our most recent numbers and I was ranked number three in the nation of, wow. of, 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 of almost 300 reps. So I was super excited and thought, you know, it was going to be, so where do you want to go from here? How can I support you in that? Quite the opposite. And I was blown away when we had to sit down and she goes, well, you know, the numbers are, you know, looking good, but you know, I'm really not certain if you have been given this position based off of your, 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 your merit. And I, and I, and I went, well, right. That, like I did that, Frankie. Yeah, I went, like, what, <laughs> what, like what, what? And you know, she had this, there was no kidding, no joking, no, you know, and this was, is something you've known for a while. This is someone who uh, was a fairly new manager. I, okay. I worked with her for a couple of months, which weren't fun. Like, and, you know, you just don't get along with, um, yeah. you know, some people. But, you know, part of your job is to, you know, keep it moving and do your job that you're hired to do because you can't like everybody. You know, yeah. you're just not. And, and I felt it for a long time but never said anything. And on this particular day, she made it clear that there was someone who she felt like would do a much better job 
in my position and that you know she was making making she she was making moves to get me out i mean it was and if she was so brazen about it and when i asked well my numbers are great what is it she made it very very clear that you know she felt like i was a uh, given given the position just to, for the company to check off a box that oh my god like they get a they get they get a double bonus they get a woman and they get a black woman to be able to say i mean Can if you have she a token was, black woman exactly and and so before I got upset, I just said, if, even if that, let's just say that was the case, because yeah. I, I don't have any proof of that. Like I, my numbers, right. My, my numbers speak yeah. for themselves. My clients, you know, are constantly giving testimonials about something I've shared. Absolutely. And she, you can't her, her, the numbers. and it, exactly. And her response was, well, sometimes in numbers, there are anomalies and sometimes things are just on autopilot by themselves in numbers and sometimes it's not what a sales rep is doing to effectuate great numbers and i said okay so if that is the case so that means if i have a month where i'm down you know like the numbers aren't that great are we going to you know just say well sometimes they're anomalies or are you going to use that as an opportunity to say hey kid Bye. you're out yeah and and so it literally started the process and i thought in and, and this is actually true the true story of how i ended yeah. up in photography is I was determined to prove my value. I was determined to work extra hard and to you know go sleepless nights, take on extra projects. And even when I actually sought out help and you know said, let me maybe if I just tell human resources, they'll help her see the light. And it's quite the opposite. And and, and you didn't have a champion in that company. And it, you know what? I will never. In fact, I won't say her name. But it took. Oh, it was over a year before someone finally um, saw what was happening. And it was, I will never forget this, Frankie. It's, it was around Easter and it was a, um, a, a rep who lives in, in, in North Florida. She had been to church with her family. They were sitting around having Easter Sunday dinner. And because her kids were small, you know, adults around the table are talking, not thinking that the kids are hearing. So they were doing exactly that. Yeah. Her four-year-old who is just, you know, having complaints about eating his peas in the middle of his complaints about eating his peas. He just gets quiet and he's listening. They aren't aware of it. And so right in the middle of the, of the conversation, they're talking about me and what's happening and how, you know, they're just, and he goes, it's just like Jesus. And said so it threw all of them off. And so she went, what, 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 what do you, what do you mean? She goes, well, it's just like the story in, in, in church. He, he didn't do anything wrong. And they accused him. And nobody would stand up for him because it's just like that. Oh my gosh. Out of the mouth of babes. And she called me to let me know that this, this happened and that it was literally her. It was, it was, it was, she goes, it was just divine that here she has this knowledge that, you know, I'm doing a great job and she's worked with me and she knows and that someone just needs to come forward and speak up on my behalf. And so she did. Nice. And, and, while that was so, and I thought this is over, it's done. It was only the beginning. Oh no! And and in that, so fast forward, I just kept saying, I'm gonna push and push and push and push. I'm gonna do whatever I can, whatever I can. And I pushed and pushed to the point of, I mean, and actually, I actually had like started having more doctor's appointments, and my manager even showed up at a personal doctor's appointment because she didn't believe that I had a doctor's appointment. But I just kept pushing to the point that my body completely broke down. 
Wow. And it was, it, it was literally the, the, the beginning of like a, a years of, of life altering health that led me to leave, um, leave the, 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 the corporate world. And, you know, at just, I started having seizures and didn't know. Who oh my I God. Was. Yeah. And the crazy. How old were you? How old were you? Oh my gosh, Frankie. Uh, this, the, if this, it was actually when I was, I had to be, it, it had to be my late thirties, my wow. late thirties. And it, it totally changed my, my whole life. Absolutely. And, yeah. And like at one point, I didn't even know, like if the phone would ring. I didn't know what to do to make it stop. And I'd just be like, what is that? Like, what is that? What is that noise? And then I had to actually relearn that it's the phone. It's ringing. You pick it up and you stop you to make it stop. I mean, so there was a whole, I mean, and people, it's, it, it's unbelievable. Now that to is talk unbelievable. About but that's stress. These days, but, and at the time, Frankie, no one could have convinced me that you know, I just believed in, you know, mind over matter, you know, just mind, you just keep pushing mind over matter, but you have to take care of your body. And I never really thought that stress could have such a physical toll down to the cellular level of your body. And so I had to learn that. So even after having the seizure, after having to wait a full eight months, uh, actually over a year, before I could go back because they took my driver's license. I couldn't drive. Oh my gosh. I, could, I, could, I mean, I, so I literally couldn't do my job traveling all over the country and going from account to account. But I said, if I get better, I'm just going to go back and I'm going to just work smarter, not harder. Did that. Finally was able to go back to work. I had a different manager, but the same thing ultimately ended up happening. So within about eight months, I had like even a, like a whole nother episode of back-to-back grandma seizures. And that is when it, it got so bad um, that it, it was clear to me, like, li- like literally the doctor said, I was going to kill you. I said, there's literally actually nothing more that we can do. And I ended up catching an infection. And I mean, it was just like, like really, truly like when the deacons start coming and people from a church who I hadn't seen and like the ministry, like the whole team, I was just like, okay, this is not good. And I just need you guys to get me home. Like whatever happens to me, whatever is going to happen, if this is going to be the end, I just want to be home in my bed. And so I had around the clock um, help with me getting dressed. I couldn't make food. I couldn't get dressed on my own. And literally I had a, I call it a come to Jesus moment. And I'm not even a super uh, religious girl. I'm just, I'm just not her. Yeah. Um, but I, I just decided, I said, I literally like, this is not living. And if I don't get better by in the morning, God, you have permit, you have my permission and I'm begging you take me by morning because this is not the life that I worked hard for. This is not the life that I dreamed of. And I don't want any parts of this. If this is going to be the rest of my life. It's still and emotional for you. It is still so very, charged very, because I don't talk about it very often, but it happened. Yeah. And in that waking up, I was in so much pain for so many days and tried to downplay it because I knew, you know, yeah. my family. And I, I woke up one day and instantly when I opened my eyes, I was disappointed that I hadn't been taken in the middle of it. Oh no. Cause it meant it's another day I got to face being in pain and pretending that everything is okay. And in that, I just started to just, I don't know where Frankie started to obsess about an old camera. Like, I mean, it was so random. It was just so random. 
And so like my aunt comes into the, in the room, go, you need anything? I say, yeah, can you help me find an old camera? She goes, sure. Where is it? I was like, I don't know. Like, I think it's in the garage. And I kept, you know, she would go, okay, we'll look at it later. Just get some rest, take your medicine, ladies, get some rest. And so I kept asking about it day after day. And she goes, what is with this camera? And I said, I don't know. Like, I just need to find it. So fast forward, we found the camera and she, you know, it, when we found it, it was busted and broken from having moved and, you know, traveled throughout the years. And so she said, okay, so because you are clearly excited about this camera, here's what we're going to do. When you get better, I need you to stop obsessing about it. But when you get to the next stage of getting better, we're going to take it down to the store and you can, you know, have them fix it and get a new one. Fast forward. I was like, okay, I can hang on. I can hang on until I get well enough. Yep. And so this, like, literally the camera was the thing that kept me going and kept me like getting to one point to the next. And so I was like, if I can just hang on till I get well enough to get to the camera store. And so my aunt had like this kind of made this whole chart and I went to the camera store and the, the guy, guy says, well, you know, Hey, it's a you know, film camera. So by the time we fix it, you know, why don't you just get a digital one? Why don't you? And I was like, I don't know how to use that. And I thought about the fact that I don't really know what my, life is going to be like or if I'm even going to be around a month from now I said to him I want the best camera you got I got the most expensive camera in the store without a clue how to use it and it didn't (laughs) matter to me so I took it home and I just looked at it for days wow looked at it for days and then I decided well I don't I can't go anywhere I can't drive I can't do anything why don't I you know, take a class. I was like, auntie, can you take me to a class? And so she goes, okay, here's what we're going to (laughs) do. When you get to the next point, instead of me taking you to a class, you're going to get your driver's license back. You're going to get your health back and you're going to believe that it's going to happen. And you're going to drive yourself to that photography class. You know, I stayed in grade 10. I lived in the dark room, all of grade 10. Are you serious, Frankie? Oh my, 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 my first husband was a photographer. My son's a photographer. I was a photographer. (gasps) It was crazy crazy this is, this is okay i'm like this is blowing my mind but that is literally like i kept and i just want to say something please look at, our, look at our backgrounds look at our colors look at our books our wall <laughs> is that not crazy frankie ah, you're like, that oh, is sister um, okay for real, like no for real like for, for yeah. real for real for real yeah. for real frankie yeah. i and that is literally how photography started I was able to I mean literally like my aunt really just believed when I didn't and I got my driver's license back and approved which we to this very day my doctors were shocked but they they gave me reinstated my license I drew it was the first thing I did I drove myself to my very first photography class and I when it was over I got in my car and I just just I don't even know how long I was there in that parking lot but literally the staff came out and just said you know is everything okay because we're gonna have to not it's gonna have to wrap it up we locked it like uh, is everything okay and I was like yep everything's fine but I was like this is what I want to do for the rest of my life and if it takes me a while to figure it out it's better than starting starting from zero and starting from nothing it's better than having a whole bunch of money and making six figures in the company car yeah when I don't have my health and I don't know how long I'm going to be around to even enjoy the, the money that I make. And so okay, I got to ask you, did you, did you play with Barbie or any dolls when you were little? 
I did. Like I wasn't like, did you dress them in fashion and, and yeah, all? Yep, yep. I did, I, I did, I did, all, I did all of that. Like, and like, and yeah. like, was aesthetics really important to you? Like how things looked in a room or, or color or balance or anything like that? Did you ever think about that before? Yeah, that was when I tell you not, not on my radar, not, not, I mean, nothing. I mean, I just always had a love for images and pictures and, you know, photo albums. Like it's like, it's, it's really interesting to me because I remember thinking like why everybody else wants to play, you know, with other stuff. And like, I like board games. That was my thing, board games. And I want to look at the photo albums. Yeah. It didn't matter that I didn't know the people. It's just when I just love that when I would flip each page and then my grandma would see me looking at the pictures and she would go, Oh, that's so-and-so. And that was, it was fascinating to me to see people in another time and age where they, you know, it's them, but they look, so different than all these things that happened before I was even born. Like it fascinated me that you could take a picture and it like stops time. You know, yeah, and like Ari Cartier-Bresson was my favorite photographer. Like he, he you know, he's a, he was a French photographer. He, he was black and white. He did people, but just ordinary people doing ordinary things at, at an extraordinary moment. And I just love that. I love yes. that about photography that you capture yes. this, this, this moment, you know, it's, it's yeah. so cool. And I, that's why I didn't like color. Cause I thought color took away sometimes from really seeing, you know, like I love, I love the play of light and I love the play of, of texture that you could get with black and white. And, and so color to me was kind of like, I didn't like it at all for a long, long time. Like wow. I like, I like color now. I'm a painter. So as a painter, I love color, but as a photographer, I didn't. It was, it's interesting. That is that's when you were like doing your own, you know, blowing up your own photographs and stuff. Now it's like digital and it's all. And it's funny that, you know, just like to, in terms of where, where I am now, like I, I started because I didn't know anything. I mean, I really, really didn't know anything. And so I would shoot anything I could just to learn. I mean, begging yeah. my friends, begging family. And, you know, like I remember when I charged like, okay, well, let me just like, I, cause I can't keep buying these flash drives. So I got to at least charge people for the flash drives. And so going from charging people $25 to then somebody going, Stacey, like, like you're like a business. So we need like just going through that whole process. I just went from shooting everything to after several years, I started realizing like, I don't like weddings. Like it's not, you know, love and it's not any of any of those things for me when it comes to a photographer, the very first wedding that I shot, I broke up a fight. And I was like, mm-mm. and I thought, nope, but it's just me. Like, let me try a little bit more. Like maybe, so I learned and I took more classes. Then I did some, just, uh, shadowed some photographers that were wedding photographers. And, and I just, you know, I started to get that feeling, that yuck feeling again, yep. like I felt about my corporate job. And it's like, yep. here I've left all this It's a lot money. of pressure at weddings. And so what I realized is what the thing that just doesn't even feel like work is when a businesswoman like wants headshots. And of course she does, you know, wants, you know, all the stuff that she sees everybody do like the real, you know, those things and those things and the, like, and I was just be like, okay, I'm going to take those, but I hate them. And so I would start to ask my clients like, Hey, can I get like, can you just give me 10 more minutes just to shoot like how, how I want? Yeah. And they would be surprised that, you know, I would, you know, make them laugh and, you know, tell them to dance or tell them to do whatever it is that that thing is that they did. They were, you know, a chef. Hey, let's, you know, like, can you grab, grab, grab your pot and pan, you know, yeah. if they, you know, whatever it is that they did, 
And I was like, just, you know, do what you would normally do. And they'd be like, okay, are you taking pictures? I'm like, yeah, like, but you're not going to use these, right? I'm like, who knows? And it turns out that not only were they the pictures that I love the most that showed who they were, yeah, it's the ones they ended up liking yeah. the most. And yeah. I started studying, you know, branding and business branding. And people actually literally said, this is not a thing, Stacey. And I said, but it is like I've researched it out. And there wasn't a lot of info at, at the time. But I bought every book I could find. I Googled every single thing about branding for small businesses. And I said, if I could take a leap from making six figures to making zero dollars, uh, leaving corporate to photography, then I can take another leap. And even though wedding photography for a while, you know, was like what was making me the most money, I'm like, it's, it's making me the most miserable. So if I can yeah. do that, I can take another leap, start all over and niche just into branding for small business entrepreneurs and make something happen. I think people um, misunderstand branding a lot of times, yeah, yeah, don't right. they? Yep, so, yep. so the biggest mis mis understanding <laughs> that's mm-hmm. a word I don't know mm-hmm. people when people come to you and talk about branding what is it what's what's the big so and, and that's and, and I'm a part of a lot of uh what I do that a lot of photographers don't do who say oh I do branding and they pick a spot you know let's meet at the local park because there's a pretty waterfall and stuff yes. and they, you know just do some shots whereas I spend time with every single one of my clients to make certain we have an understanding you have an understanding about what branding is so that way I can then tailor the shoot uh, for you and uh, to, to make certain that people, and it's and it truly is a part of what I do is education um, on what branding is and how it is not a photo shoot. And it right. is not, branding is not your logo and branding is not, well, I like purple. You know, I mean, that's great. And if you want to wear purple, that's fine. But I literally spend time explaining to people that it's not the things that we think and it's not and uh, America's Next Top Model session is going to give you your brand, that you have to be purposeful and intentional to, to decide the type of client that you want to attract and then build your brand around attracting that client. Because you say that your, your photos don't need words. The story's there in the photo. You know who the people are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny, I just, I just um, took another huge leap and did something I said I would never do because I wasn't good enough or qualified enough or connected enough or have enough money or have enough resources. And I saw that all the clients, I mean, literally, I, and I would actually say 90% of the clients who called me didn't really have an understanding of branding. Yeah. And after doing kind of a little intro call and kind of like a branding 101 real quick, they'd go, oh, I get it. Like, I just didn't know. And I thought, okay, if 95, 90, 95% of my clients don't know don't this, know. then, if, you know, the average. And I, and I can tell just from some of the, some of the shots that I see that's, you know, posted on social, social media, I said, I'm going to create a course. I'm going to create a course. I don't know whether or not whether it's going to work. People say that's a dumb idea because people can look stuff up on the internet and like mm, they can't, they, they can, but they can't explain it the way I do. You can't do be Stacy Pierce. That's what people don't get, man. And you, know yeah. you can't be you <laughs> yeah. and, and the delivery from you is very different than the delivery from anybody else. Yeah. Cause yeah. that's you yeah. and that's your braining. And yeah, I think that that's, Okay. Tell them what you're going to do. Okay. Yeah. And so, and so brand like, and, you, and I always tell people, if you ask five different people, what branding is, you will get five different answers. Yeah. Like you, you, and, and you will, because some people think it's, 
all the wrong stuff. And I just like, I just don't say anything. I just go, Oh, for you. But it really, like one of, one of the best descriptions that I've, I've heard is that branding is what people say about you when you're not in the room. And, you know, and I'd like to take it a, a step further is branding is an intentional, purposeful way of how you want to show up in the world and the lasting impression you want people to have. And actually sometimes like branding it, like it's sometimes it's not good. It's, 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 it's what, what people are saying about you. Like when you're done saying what you have to say or showing up in a place, sometimes it's not it's like, if you're just, you know, not the kindest person, then that's kind of the reputation sure. that you, you end up having. And so I always with my clients differentiate business branding from personal branding, which is huge for people to know because with business branding, it's not about you. And people are like, what? But it's my business. I'm like, but it's not about you. But what's personal branding then? Why would somebody need to brand themselves personally? So with, with business branding, it is about creating imagery and putting things out in the world that is going to attract the client that you want. Mm -hmm. So if you are the person who, and it's, I guess this is actually a, a real example of a client who her, her market was, um, moms and I don't like to use the word soccer moms but people typically know what you mean when you say soccer moms but yep. moms uh Mom particularly jeans. those who you know would shop at shop at Whole Foods um a part of the PTA granola they they, they, they they do they do yoga yeah so when she showed her outfits for her shoot it was Louboutin and it was all about I mean it was just like so overly glam and I just like okay, like we can do this, like, cause I can put you, but that's not it's like, well, that's what I see other people doing, you know, just, uh, I'm like, that's, that's not, first of all, it's not really who you are, mm -hmm. but it's not really what your audience will be attracted to. Mm -hmm. If that's not what your audience would be, like, if you need to be in yoga pants, even mm -hmm. if you don't even own a pair, then that's how we need, we need to shoot you right. in the way that will attract the type of client that you want. Whereas personal branding, it really is all about you. Um, and when I shoot clients and make a decision, whether we do business or personal branding or, or both, and I always like to do a combination of both, the business shot would be if you want to have a book and you want that, you know, that kind of, that, that image that we're used to seeing, like that's on the back of the book or, you yeah. know, in, or in, yeah. in, the, in, the, uh, in the fold. Whereas personal branding, it's really about capturing you doing the things that you would do if no one was around. If you're the person who actually just loves gardening, I'm going to say put on your gardening stuff and I'm going to shoot you literally feeling the earth, actually doing what, what it is that you would be doing if I wasn't even here. Well, that's the secret sauce. Yeah. And people, and here's, here's what has blown people away by that. They're shocked when they do a post with their personal branding image and the number of people that yeah. are attracted to that. Attract who end up becoming clients versus that. Yeah. It doesn't connect. No. It doesn't connect. And I see photographers who are doing all these different imagery and don't number one, know how to pose people or understand how to get people to connect with who they are. So that way it is conveyed. In an image. So what about connecting with the camera? 
Do you have them connect with the camera? Same to me. To, to me, it's 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 all it's all the same. It's all the same thing. Like I have a process um, where people have gotten a chance to know me already. Even though we may have they may not have never met, they've spoken with me enough that they feel comfortable yeah. before the shoot and have a sense of trust. Um, but even more than that, I mean, I know photographers who hate people. Like sometimes, Frankie, I don't like people because sometimes people just aren't nice. But, you know, I am genuinely, you know, warm and friendly and love connecting with people. Sure. But I, I have photographers who literally want nothing to do, photographer friends who want nothing to do with the whole connecting and, you know, feeling a certain way. They want just let, let me get whatever I can and I'll make it what I want in Photoshop. Do you, do you work with I, a, a, a makeup artist or hair people? I, I do. I do. So I have... Um, and in fact, I'm always, because I think you shouldn't get pigeonholed because you never know if the makeup artist may, uh, may find another, you know, craft or idea or hobby that becomes, you know, passionate, you know, in her, a passion for her. Sure. But I do work with um, very specific makeup artists who I've had a chance to uh, test out. Mm-hmm. And I will kind of like have three or four main ones that I pick from because the makeup artists like usually aren't. You know, they're, they're, they're not, they're not available at the last minute because, you know, they're, they're, they're booked or flying across the country to do some project. But I do have kind of like my top makeup artists who I know will be good at fitting whatever the, the, the branding is of, of the client. You know, I, <laughs> I used to work as a makeup yeah. artist. <laughs> Thank you. Stop I worked it. as Are everything. I had so many jobs. That's because I didn't know what I wanted to be. I just wanted to be everything. Well, anyway, I did work as a makeup artist for a lot of years and, mm-hmm. And one of the things that I noticed was that sometimes you would work with a photographer and everybody looked the same and you don't want to look, have everybody look the same. You want to have them look like them mm-hmm. and people go, can you make me look like, no, mm-hmm. I'll make you look like you, but a better version of you. And that's what you're looking for, right? Just a better version of that person. But you're working with women a lot and women are very vain and we don't like to look fat. We don't like to look ugly. and oh. We don't like to look all of these things. And yep. I certainly don't want the camera looking at me. Yep. I mean, it took me to this year just to get, uh, uh, have a camera on me like this. It was crazy, right? Uh, I'll stay yep. behind the voice. Oh, I'll be oh, the yeah. voice on air. I won't let people see me. Yep. Frankie, I've almost quit photography several times because I got so frustrated dealing with the insecurities. Like, yeah. I mean, and I'm like, I mean, it was actually exhausting and I never saw it coming because you think pictures and you're do pictures. Fine. And, and, it, and it's so, and I tell every single one of my clients, if that is your expectation, I'm letting you know, like, I'm not the photographer for you because it's not, the photo shoot is not going to be that. Like yeah. on shoot day, you know, it's, it's okay, We're not going to take 40 pounds like, off you in photo Right. Shoot. Like, okay, can you, can you not get this high? Because my friends say this is my best high. And then like, you know, I'm, I'm getting a, you know, I ate a lot and, and it's, it's that. So it's, t- it takes quite a bit to get past the insecurities to even get to a place where you can connect with, yeah. with clients. And, you know, to, and it, so it, it really, it, to me, a true, a really good branding photographer that really is wanting to convey who you are. It takes more than technical skill like with the camera because yeah. anybody can learn, which is why, in fact, I used to get really, really nervous every time a new iPhone would come out, you know, and oh my gosh, like, oh my gosh, I'm out of business. better than, and I like, I, I, I for real, for real have no, like, I don't lose any sleep at night because I know no matter how great the iPhone gets, they can, it, it does. They're it, not you. They're not they, you. Well, the iPhone can't, can't pose you. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, you, you can look at some poses from Pinterest, but 
there's something about the way that we see each other and pose in front of the, the mirror. It's a whole different thing. And lighting and, and all like, of that. Yeah. All so, of that goes into it. And I actually love that, you know, turn, nope, just turn, turn slightly like, but I am turning like, nope, uh, over here, over here. And even though it feels awkward, I always say if it feels awkward to you, it means it looks good to me. Good. So getting clients to trust that yeah. process is, you know, kind of can be hard sometimes, but it's a part so, of it. I love the, the end result. I know you don't like that part of the, of the business, but it seems like there's a business in that business of, of teaching women to love themselves, mm-hmm. of teaching everybody to love themselves and, mm-hmm. to, and, and, and to be gentle or kind or whatever it is that they need to be to themselves. And, and why we can't love ourselves is, you know, a lot of it has to do with media, media telling us that we're not beautiful because we're a certain way. I mean, yeah. you've got, you've got the gray streaks. That, that's a, what is this? This is, yeah. uh, uh, yeah. it's beautiful. It's charming. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so cool. Uh, but it's kind of your branding in a way, yeah. which is, which is so not bad. It's like a I be feel. there for victory. Right. <laughs> so in fact, I, for you, I covered it up for years and it was after spending, I mean, I, when, I, when I got to four, four figures in a year of color, coloring cost, I said, this is, I, I can't. The I other Stacy had that little gray streak that went down here too. Stacy London. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Which is so, yeah, just, just, yeah. So, cool. so this really was about, you know, I just couldn't afford to keep going because with gray, I don't know anybody who has gray. Cause I didn't know like gray is not like regular. It's hair. hard to cover it gray. Is, I, I am quite gray. Actually. It is hard <laughs> to cover. And it so I, I mean, I, and I was literally spending more time in the salon than I really was in my, like in life and enjoying life. And I was just yeah. like, no, like, no, this is. And so I, I mean, I hid and cowered for the longest time until, until just like, it's, a guy, it's unapologetic. A guy, like you who I like was just like, that little gray thing because it wasn't this big and it started it was like right about he was like oh my gosh I love that and at first I thought he was just like you know trying to be nice but he was just like no like that is like that is so your avatar yeah I, I looked up the word avatar I was like what does that mean what is he saying about me so and I was like I can't I can kind of rock this and so yeah so it's it, it, it totally it, suits you and you rock it and and I love that I love it Thanks, Frankie. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, you know, you you you're this badass. Yeah. You know. Okay, let, let's let's talk about this balls to the walls branding yeah. boot camp for badass entrepreneurs. Now, how cool a title is that? Now we yeah. kind of alluded to it a little bit. Yeah. But this is this is going to be five days. So 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 it is it is it is it's it's five weeks. It's it's five, oh, five weeks. weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh. Woo. It's five weeks. And, um, and so I didn't embrace the first, the first time I was referred to, it was a client who saw, you know, in fact, it, the whole badass thing happened because I disagreed with the client oh. and we, we just kind of like been kind of fighting. I've been trying to accommodate, you know, her and what she wanted. And so I did all the stuff that she wanted and was, and, and was hating it. And I just, I just you got hated it or of, she hated it. No, no, I, I hated it. Oh, like okay. I, I mean, I, re- I, I was literally looking at these images going, I don't even want to post these and I'm going to be embarrassed if she oh, wow. these images, because while it's her brand, it's my, it's a reflection of my brand too. Yeah. And yeah. I just decided, um, in fact, th- like nothing in the day had gone right. 
Like, in fact, the, the, it was, she was super, super late. Like I'm, I'm, I'm and she'll, she'll, she'll be like, yep, yep, it happened. Um, but she was super, super late to the point that the assistant, it was time for them to go. The makeup artist had to leave. So wow. everything had to like rush. And so I finally decided, okay, I, I, I have to take control here. And I decided, okay, I'm going to take your shots, but then I, I, I'm going to do what I want. And so when I told her what she was like, well, no, I don't think that's going to look right. And I was like, well, you know what? At this point, your session is actually over based on what, you know, the time that we agreed. So from this point on, we're going to do it how I want to do it. And she was like, like, mm, little, oh, oh, okay, little, little, a little, you, you want to get badass? And I was just like, well, you know, like I'm just saying, like, we're on my time now, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I just want to have fun at work. So, so the images that I did, I mean, even to this very day, they're, they're some of my favorite that like she hasn't even posted. And it took me to post them for the other people to what literally like my, I started getting inbox messages like, whoa. And so then she like saw the response like, okay, maybe I should start posting these. And so this was in the Periscope days. And I kept trying to figure out why is my, I mean, just notices and following notices kept going off on Facebook. And on Periscope, and it is because she went on Periscope, shared her pictures, I mean, and people were like, oh my gosh. And so she was like, yep, Stacey Pierce is like a badass branding photographer. And that is kind of how it was born. That holds, and, and, and it took me a while then. Because like, we don't talk like that. Like, I can't say that in front of my mom. Like, my mom was like, you know, we, no, we don't say, we don't use those words. But then I realized, actually, no, me standing up for myself and my brand, that yep. is badass. And yep. I'm going to fully embrace that. And people, like, I, I just, I don't, I, I refuse to do the traditional stuff that no longer serves today's entrepreneur. And the, most of the entrepreneurs I know, they aren't sitting in a big building, uh, you know, at a corporate office. They're literally in pajama pants. And sitting behind the desk trying to run their life and raise children and trying to run a business, why, if we aren't in a traditional office setting or have a traditional business, why do you need traditional images? Yes. And I, when I decided to stand in that and say, no, like I, I, I want the client, like there's plenty of people who will do those boring, basic, and I hate to use the word basic, but boring and basic headshots. And I refuse to do that. Like I am Stacey Pierce. And I want fierce images and I want people to know right off the bat what they're going to get with me so that you're not surprised when I go, okay, great. We got the safe stuff, but now let's, 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 let's totally go balls to the wall and be badass. And so that is kind of like, like what, like what, like, whoa, whoa. In fact, some of my most favorite clients who I've now shot like three and four times. I remember one of my, I refer to her as the prayer lady. Because she, you know. Oh, like, I saw hers. Hers are gorgeous. Oh my gorgeous. gosh. She was, she was not okay with it at first. And in fact, she like, you know, has her own coach and has her own team of people and ministry that they were, you know, she was like, went to them like, okay, so this fierce stuff, this badass stuff, like, I don't, I don't. And, and when they saw the images, they, I mean, I was so, I was just, it's one of my best. Hers are beautiful. They, they really are stunning. All like, no, this is on a whole other level we totally get it and you need to totally embrace that. Like when and she, so, like she's in that and she closed her eyes and it's like, uh, divine. Oh, uh, and like, stunning. and I love it. And in fact, yeah. one of the things I love about those moments is I was, I was straight clowning, like tell Jesus, you love him. Like, don't you love him? Do you think he wants to hear you? <laughs> he he wants to hear you? 
you go, oh, how I love you. Like, I love you, Lord. And I thought I was doing all these silly things. And she just would just laugh and just, it came up from like every, yeah, everything personal. in her. And yeah. I was just snapping away. So That's awesome. I yeah. love that. Okay. So we're doing five weeks. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so. Who's I coming? To, Who's coming to the party? So I decided, yeah, I decided to do a, um, to just try out, try out a beta group and just offer a very small group of people, my boss to the wall, like no hype, no fluff, like your brand is you stuff. No, we get down to it. And like, like literally this is, this, this, that is not what branding is, boo. And really help people get clarity on their brand messaging and have some understanding about what their visual brand should be. And I knew I needed to do that over the course of several weeks. And so every week I do a, a, a different topic and we cover it on live video. People can share like what their struggles are. And it's been, we are now, this week is now week three and it has been amazing. And so I will be launching this, this it's in the beta right now. So it'll be, you know, finishing up pretty soon. And once I add all the bells and whistles to it, I will launch the full version of it. And, and it's for any entrepreneur in the online space who wants to learn how to show up, how to show up with confidence, and how to show up intentionally from not just your images, but your, your post. People are just posting things on social media like, hello, hashtag winning. No, you need to be winning by sharing your messages, even in your post. Yeah. So that way you don't seem so salesy and you're adding value. So I'm literally teaching entrepreneurs how to show up in the online space, add value while they're actually adding followers and influencing people and increasing their audience and their impact. Nice. And so, so as of right now, it is closed, but you can still go to, um, go, go, to, go to my website, stacypierce.com and get on the waiting list for, for, for when that opens. So can people afford you, Stacy? Can they what me? Afford you? Um, well, I can't afford me <laughs> and that is something that I used to feel really, really bad about and about, you know, I really, I used to try to be so affordable that I was so cheap yeah. that people just really didn't understand the value. Yeah. And after one of the biggest, like a photographer who I followed for years, I ended up spending some money. She was going to be at this conference and there was this opportunity to do these one-on-one -on -one sessions. And like, I could barely afford the one-on-one -on -one session, but I was like, but it's one-on-one. -on -one, I get to get her feedback. And like this actually true, true story. She said, okay, well, let me, let, let's talk pricing. Let me, you know, let me see your pricing. So I took out my little sheet and she said, okay, no, 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 I, not, not your cost of goods. It, I, I mean, your pricing. Yeah. And I was like, this is my, she was like, what, what? And it was this, I mean, truly like the light, but it, it wasn't all at one time, but I started to understand that anybody who is in business, you can't be in business and thrive and help change other people's lives if you're broke. Yeah. Yeah. And you had this honest conversation, like, are you actually able to pay your bills on this? And I said, no. How are you paying your bills? I'm dipping into savings. And she right. said, mm -mm, nope. Yeah. So, so shooting with me, you are not going to get the Walmart 999, 1999, or 99 for a full package. Nope. It, shooting with me is, is an investment. Right. And an actual testimonial from three months ago, 
My client says what she spent for a Stacy Pierce photography session, she has already gotten it back because people have seen her imagery. They, it's made her stand out on social media. And it's true. She's getting noticed in places where she normally wouldn't have because now not only does she have, you know, I haven't changed what she's offered. No, she hasn't offered anything new. Yeah. She's now showing up better on social media and she's getting noticed and she's getting speaking opportunities and being invited to go places and do things because she has a much better branded social media presence and it's getting her attention. And so what she spent on her pictures that she is now going to have from now until, you know, forever. And I always tell clients, even if you decide that, I mean, why wouldn't you decide to, to shoot with me again? But yeah. Just like somebody's all, you know, may to try to support someone else and say, oh, I'm going to have so-and-so do my pictures because they're just starting. Okay, great. You learn so much from what you get out of my sessions. That's right. Like, and so you, you leave with the knowledge. Do I think somebody can try to be me? Like that's been proven. No, they can't. But you have the knowledge right. um, from an, an experience of having worked with me of knowing, oh, yep, Stacey's like, I already know from this particular this outfit, this isn't going to work and look be, uh, very good on camera. And I already know that, you know, I got to lean a little bit, even though it feels weird. This is how I'm supposed to look. You know, this is what I'm supposed to do, hold my neck out, my chin. All that stuff is stuff that it's, it's like a, it's like a, a you're, you're paying for education to be able to use literally from that moment to forever. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And you know, you're right. It, it's an investment in yourself. And if you're not willing to pay for your own investment in yourself, then, you know, who are you going to pay for? So you're in Florida. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm um, are people flying in to see you now or are you flying out? Are they paying yeah, for and you or what's and, happening? And I love that you asked that Frankie, because literally I remember thinking no one is ever going to buy a hundred dollar package for me. And then someone saying, Stacey, nope. And then going from $100 to $225 and going, no one's ever going to buy for $225. And then going higher and higher. And then, you know, going like, yeah. and to having someone say, Stacy, like, who like, was really amazing, like, really, like, amazing, who I looked up to, who said, Stacy, the day is going to come when you aren't just the local photographer. People are going to fly into Orlando to shoot with you. And she goes, and I believe it so much. The day that it happens, I need you to send me a message. And I, and that, that day happened and I thought, this is it. It was kind of a fluke and I sent her a message and she goes, okay, now that you got that under your belt, the day is going to come when people are going to actually find it more convenient and have the funds and make the investment because of what you bring to send you to them. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm, you know, yep, yeah, she just does that. It's what she says to encourage people. And then that happened. And then her say, okay. And then Stacey, like, for real, like this thing that you have, there's this energy and how you explain things to people. Like the day's going to come when you're speaking. And hmm. like, I just left Phoenix. I just left Phoenix doing a talk, my biggest talk ever, um, teaching people how to build their brand with live stream video. And these are all things, Frankie, that, you know, I'm trying not to get emotional, but I never, ever saw coming because I didn't think that. I was big enough or new enough. And the truth is we just have to be willing to step out of ourselves and get over the fear of being judged. Because at the end of the day, that's what it was. I was just afraid. Like, what if it doesn't work? Or what if someone calls me a fraud? Or what if like who calls her? Why why would she call herself the expert? But just in the fact I have something to offer and People are going to judge you either way. And that was kind of like the revelation. Like, even if I just sit on my butt 
and do nothing and play it safe, people are, they're still going to talk about you. They're going to find something to talk about. So yeah. why not? And that's how come you are one of the unstoppable ones, Stacey Pierce. StaceyPierce.com. Go check out her site. Get a, you know, buy, go and get your picture taken. Why wouldn't you? Oh, man. <laughs> that, yeah. Like, wow. Frankie, I feel like I've just talked and talked and talked forever. So I appreciate the opportunity in doing this and sharing to remind myself of where I've come from and, yeah, you know, and, and the journey. So I appreciate the opportunity to like actually have this chance to encourage myself to keep going, you know, to keep going. So good. Thank you. And everybody else, you keep going too. We're going to say goodbye, Facebook. We're going to come Bye. off Facebook Bye. live and Bye. See you next time.